0: Saturday Morning Magazine continues.
1: Thanks for staying with us. And a reminder, The Weekend Gardener with Mike Rayleigh and the crew coming your way at 8 o'clock this morning. And if you're thinking about taking up vegetable gardening for the first time, Gary Crawford now with some expert advice from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Here's a song from that classic old musical, the Fantastics, with a couple of gardeners who sing... Life is merry if it's very vegetarian. A man who
0: plants a garden is a
1: or woman or child. We drag that old song out every so often when we see a resurgence of interest in gardening, and that's what's been happening over the last couple of years. If you're thinking about getting into gardening for the first time, stay tuned. We have some expert advice that could save you a lot of time, trouble, and frustration. It's last spring, there was a huge uptick in sales of seeds and plants and garden supplies to first time gardeners. This spring, that's uh, sort of settled down, but still, lots of people for the first time ever are saying, this well, it might take a little more than that, but if you are uh, trying your hand at growing some vegetables for the first time, we do have some expert advice, which is, uh, get some expert advice.
0: Every state in the United States has a wonderful extension service, and my first of advice to be. Tell people to use it.
1: Particularly to find out what plants are the best for your area and when to plant them. This is from Dennis Patton. He's a Kansas State University extension garden expert. He told
0: us, the internet is full of scary advice. <laughs> but, scary. If go, yeah, yeah. but if you go to your USDA extension service in your state or your county, you're going to get good research based not some wise tale or home remedy on gardening. So that's the first place to start is with good, solid, research-based information through your land-grant extension.
1: Now, Dennis Patton's advice for newbies?
0: Start simple. Start small. You know, you're not trying to hoard food for the winter. You're just trying to supplement your diet during the summer.
1: Uh, Yes, some of us get a little uh, overly enthused to end up with far more work than we planned on, plus more produce than we know what to do with. And along that same start simple theme, Dennis says maybe we shouldn't start off clearing a special section of the yard for the garden or building raised beds and all of that. Instead, Dennis says just incorporate your vegetable plants into
0: your traditional landscape. So instead of putting in a stick pack of petunias in the spring, put in some green beans. Uh, or take advantage of a spot where an overgrown shrub was. Take it out and put your tomato plants in there. And so do this kind of idea of incorporating the vegetables into your existing space until you know whether or not you're going to love it.
1: Also, remember that like any hobby that we take up for the first time, it can take more time than we might think. And with many of us now back at the workplace, we may not have the time to work a big garden. So just planting some vegetables in the normal landscape is a good idea.
0: The other thing that's really been popular and I've gotten more questions on this year is growing vegetables in containers on your decks, patios, and you can certainly grow a lot of veggies in various containers.
1: Okay, now earlier you heard Dennis mention tomatoes, so let's roll out this timeless uh, 1983 song from Guy Clark. Homegrown tomatoes, homegrown tomatoes, what'll I be without homegrown tomatoes? Uh, Well, I have never had much luck with homegrown tomatoes.
0: Tomatoes. They're they're not that difficult to to grow once you just give them some basic requirements or basic needs.
1: First, Dennis, what's the biggest mistake that people make when trying to grow tomatoes?
0: The biggest mistake people make is planting them too early when the soils are still too cold and there's a chance of a frost. And then the plant just steps there and it kind of gets stunted.
1: Uh, Oh, Dennis he mentioned providing uh, our tomatoes with their basic needs. One of those needs is at least six hours a day of direct sun.
0: And a lot of neighborhoods that have mature trees or people that live in ever-increasing, you know, townhomes, apartments, sometimes struggle to find that sunlight. Second is they're going to need good drainage. So we try to avoid spots that can hold water, stay wet, for a longer period after rain. Uh, And then we also like to have those vegetable gardens somewhat near to the water source because in most parts of our country, we're going to have to do some supplemental watering during the summer months.
1: And that brings up the third mistake many of us make with our... That is overwatering in combination with having the plants in soils or pots that don't drain well. Most experts say only water when the soil feels dry below the one inch level. But watering advice varies depending on where you live. I'm Gary Crawford reporting.
0: You're listening to Saturday Morning Magazine.